let's skip the fluff, as I always say. Let's get right to the good stuff right, right here. Right to the stuff. Yeah. So here's the headline: The billionaire family pushing synthetic, synthetic, synthetic sex identities, known as SSI. And I'll just read a couple paragraphs. One of the most powerful yet unremarked upon drivers of our current wars over definitions of gender is a concerted push by the members of the richest families in the United States to transition Americans from a dimorphic definition of sex to the broad acceptance and propagation of synthetic sex identities. Over the past decade, the Pritzkers of Illinois, who helped put Barack Obama in the White House and include among their number of former U.S. Secretary of Commerce, Penny Pritzker, who I believe, one, uh, no, Jennifer Pritzker is transgender, uh, currently blah, 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 blah. So basically, if you're angry about all of the transgender stuff, you can focus and laser beam your anger at this family. Yeah, I saw that. I, I think I posted that article as well. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's disturbing. And uh, I'm getting tired of these 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 guys pushing their religion on us. I think that's all it is, is this Kabbalistic religion. Mm -hmm. I may have mispronounced on the other show the other day. So yeah, I'm yeah, it's to me, it's just a religion and it's just, uh, I get my best uh, info from Mr. E. He really, I think has a great handle on what, what these guys are trying to push and it's annoying. Anyone else? Well, I identify Frank. as a 21 year old Mauritian woman. So I'm all for it. Okay. Frank wants to be a woman. Shave that beard a bit. <laughs> I already am. You know, it's that's my identity, and my pronoun is still he, though. All right, Diego. What do you think? You have a young daughter. Uh, uh, the, she's the most vulnerable to all this stuff. The children are very vulnerable to this nonsense. I don't think you and I are. I think we're hardened in our ways as we get older. But children, what, what do you think? Yeah. She's the same. I mean, uh, the important thing is I think that parents uh, got to speak to their children. My daughter, she's full, fully aware, 1,000% of what's going on. I, actually, her and I laugh about it all the time. And uh, you, you just got to communicate with your children, that's all. And, uh, you know, make light of it, make a joke out of it. They, I, You know, for, any, for my daughter and her immediate friends here, when I see them and talk to them about it, they, they laugh. They know it's all all nonsense they're actually pretty caught up as well in terms of uh the global warming hoax mm -hmm. um so wow. they're 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 pretty good yeah they're pretty good they laugh and they'll she'll come home and she'll say oh dad you won't believe what they tell you know talking to me about today the co2 levels and uh you know everything's gonna be underwater in 20 years and she just laughs i go it's all nonsense don't i said they've been telling me when i was a little kid you know, to hide under a desk in case an atom bomb went off. I said they, they keep talking about the, the, all this nonsense uh, year after year, no matter how old you are. Just ignore it. She knows. Okay, that's good. That's Joel, good. do you have any comments on this? Thank you, Joel. Velocet, Velocet, do you have any comments on the uh, transgender agenda? The billionaires? He might be uh, yeah, Alpha Smoke. All right, yeah. so I have um, a plethora of follow-up questions from last week's show. Oh, you got more questions into your website? Oh, my God. Normal.com? Yeah. yeah, ready? All right, so a question. Would Tiago, this is from last week's show, would Tiago ride a motorcycle after seeing that horrific accident? 
an accident. Yeah, I I, I actually had uh, speed bikes. Uh, you know, up until ten years ago, I had a GSXR eleven hundred uh, seven fifty. Um, so yeah, the only reason why you know I quit riding a bike is uh, you know obviously the other you know you have to watch out for other people. They're more of the hazard than anything else. And uh, you know I got a daughter and and uh, so but I I you know I rode bikes. Yeah, I'm not scared just because I've seen all the you know I've seen plenty of bad car accidents and I still drive a car. What um, accident so. was that? What bike accident? Did I miss one? Gotta get you paying attention to the last show, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> the the accident with the with the with the helmet. Remember, I was you. I was telling you guys the oh, paramedic story. Story, yeah, yeah. That was an old story. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next, where's Frank? Never answered. Where's Frank's perfect place to live? Okay. Is this I, I one person asking questions? Well, my perfect no. place to live is obviously the heavenly Jerusalem above. Mm -hmm. What's your okay. second favorite? But I think you said that. I think you said that last time. But I think this person's probably saying, "Where on Mother Earth, Gaia, would you want to want to live?" I I think I'm living in paradise on Earth for okay. me anyway. Okay. So the reason I say that is because the climate is, um, uh, you know, not. It's got seasons, but it's not extreme. You know, so I'll be able to go skiing tomorrow if I want to, or. And I can go sailboarding. I go to a lot of karaoke. The restaurants here are great. Um, there's surf beaches nearby. Um, it, it's um, it's quite beautiful here, really. Mm -hmm. Okay, stop bragging about where you live. Okay, next. <laughs> all right, uh, this is for everyone. Do all lives matter? Equally? Are we are we all equal? Yeah, I would take it that way. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think all human lives matter for sure. Mm -hmm. Diego? Equally? Um, it's not really. No, uh -oh. I, don't, I don't think. By, by the way, Diego, to, to, to open you up, I agree with you. So go ahead. Yeah, it, dep it depends. It, it, dep it depends how, how you're, you know, how you, I guess, the person answering it, because if you come totally from an empathic point of view, then, uh, then you don't want to see anyone dying. Right. Um, but you know, when you, when you're, but that's not, to me, that's not reality. The reality is you have people that, uh, don't feel empathy, uh, that that's a fact. Um, and, and, uh, they murder, they, they abuse children, they rape children, they kill children, all this kind of stuff. Um, do they deserve to live? You know, that's a, that's, I, I, you know, to be, to, for me, if you're going to be on the earth, you should be contributing something positive. And if you're, uh, you know, if you got some sort of distortion, um, in your, in your empathy, uh, then, then maybe, maybe you shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. Frank. Well, I don't think all lives are equal. Mm. In fact, I doubt that any of them are. Mm -hmm. I would suspect that no two lives are equal. Um, but I do think that everything's here, you know, because I have a, a view that the Bible is the most accurate description of our world, it, it indicates that everything's here for a reason. So from that point of view, they're important. When we're told that they're useless eaters, doesn't that play into the equation? So in, in my view, the that particular topic is anti-biblical simply because 
we're not here to serve the economy. The economy is here to serve us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're the reason that all this exists. Mm -hmm. Except for, except for, you know, obviously people that don't agree with me, really. Mm -hmm. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh, is that, was that to me? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just. Because I don't, I don't, I'm not a religious guy, so I don't agree with that. But I agree with your what you just said. Yeah. So the the the, the outcome of all of this is that we really are our own universe. All we can observe is what we see, hear, touch, taste, feel, and think. We we don't know if any of it's real. Really, we make assumptions. We model the world. We live it, and so we are living and and uh, experiencing it. And it really is just about you what you perceive you're important and all the all the inputs you get are important mm-hmm. in my view frank are you moving into the simulacra talk? not at all i okay I, I think i think that everything i have before me is in existence yeah but me i've too. got no way to know that it's yeah. a, it's a thought i can't prove anything yeah Real quick, my thoughts is that no, all lives don't matter equally. Matter, and I I don't know if they were asking if it's equally. Everyone has different value. Everyone provides different value. So no, I I disagree with that. It's not to say that I want to kill people, but no, all lives matter equally. If that's what it is, that that's ridiculous. Of course not. Here's my question. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Here's my question. Let's say, for example, that everybody here on this panel and everyone listening at home, let's say, for example, they, everybody here agreed that there's a couple of families, central banking families who control everything, who are pulling the strings behind the scenes with a lot of money and power, you know, causing a lot of harm and killing a lot of people. Do you guys think that, let's say, let's just say it's three families. Do you guys think that they deserve to live or deserve to die? even though they're causing all this harm and destruction in the world? Well, the question, Diego, I'll take that one, is are they really creating this or are they faking it? Because I'm finding more and more that they're faking a lot of stuff that they're telling us. They're telling us that there's supply chain shortages. And sure, you can look at gas and you can look at a couple of things, but I'm not seeing why. Again, I went to the grocery store just before the show. It's completely stacked and packed. So someone's lying. So then the question is, why are they lying about that? So do we want to kill these people because they're lying to us? I mean, that sounds kind of ridiculous. Just ignore it. No, but I'm talking about this like serious harms in terms of, you know, we could talk in terms of, uh, you know, pseudo wars or, uh, you know, or vaccinations, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know, destroying the economy. You know, these are real harms. You know, Mm -hmm. when the economy gets destroyed, people lose their jobs. There's suicides. Mm -hmm. There's deaths. There's mm-hmm. all these people are definitely causing all this. These gas prices, they're pri- they're manipula- manipulated gas prices. They're causing real harms on people around the world. This is affecting a lot of people around the world. Do you think that these families should still, you know, if, if the power was up to you, would you eliminate them or let them live? I would let them live and I would ignore them, which is what I'm moving towards. I would ignore them. Can I say, um, what we view as being good and evil, I don't think we are 
very skilled at establishing what is good and what is evil. And we have all these, you know, modern philosophy is really just that same comment rehashed. If you save a man from drowning and he ends up going on to murder, you know, 5,000 people, have you done a oh, good thing or a experiment. bad experiment? We did that experiment before, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, we, we simply are not capable, in my opinion, of knowing the difference between good and bad. And, and that really is the story of the Bible. And really, you're given a, uh, a story in the Bible that says God will fix all this stuff in his own time. And don't judge, lest you be judged. We simply don't know. But, you know, it makes sense to defend yourself against these um, potentially harmful beings, obviously. Tegu, it sounds like you want to kill him. I, I, I just think, uh, you know, there's, there's um, their kind that live among us. And what I mean by that, I mean that there are people with no empathy, narcissistic personality disorder. And I think, uh, you know, they have certain types of psychopathy that, uh, you know, you, you really have to ask or, you know, what are they, you know, if they're here inflicting pain and, and misery on people on earth, um, you, you know, why are they here? You know, like to Frank, you know, you know, the deciphering between good and evil to me, it's very, you know, simplex in nature. What are they contributing? What are they contributing? Are they contributing, you know, are they contributing, uh, you know, killing people and destroying people's lives? Well, that's evil. That's that's causing misery um, in people's lives. You know, the example that you give that you save a guy from drowning and then he goes and kills, you know, 5,000 people, you're saving him because you have empathic qualities. You have probably a high level of uh, uh, empathy you know, to save that guy from drowning, because if it was somebody with uh, an NPD disorder with a with a uh, malignant psychopathy, he would turn around and not save you, right? But these creatures, these beings, they live among us. They're not like us. They have but a let very. Me you, let me give you yeah. an example, though. Mm -hmm. I know people mm -hmm. that would be very happy to kill people that create carbon dioxide because yes. of the values that have been placed in their head using you know the powers of persuasion yeah and those people i think would would actually do it some people would actually do it if they had the balls to do it yeah because they have a they have a distortion of reality in their mind that's a distortion exactly. of reality so, that reality doesn't exist that's like me saying uh, walking. Imagine, imagine those same people walked out in the morning and said, "That's not a blue sky. That's a red sky." You would think they're crazy. Well, it's it's no different when they say that, you know, Diego's polluting because he's driving a Dodge Viper and he's polluting the environment. We want to kill him. They have a they have a mental deficiency. They have a distortion of reality. Just like no no different than you know men pretending you know to call me he or them or transgender. These are all distortions of reality. Um, Agreed. And but at the same time, yeah. you are making a judgment about those entities. Yes. And it, it's, it is a judgment, right? And as, as although you may think it's a very small possibility that you are wrong about them, and I agree with you, it's still mm -hmm. a possibility that you are wrong about them. Yes. 
Hey, Tiago, when I, 15 years ago, I gladly, proudly gave my two sons every single vaccination that was recommended. Mm -hmm. Do you want to kill me? No, absolutely not. Because you were, you were misled. I don't want to right. kill you. I was misled. But right. you're, you're not, you're not intention. See, the difference here is intention, intent, right? right? Yeah. That's right. the, that's right. the difference. You're not yeah. intentionally, you know, you thought as a parent back then, I was as doing the we right all thing. did that you yeah. were doing the right thing. Sure. I'm talking okay. about, I'm talking now about, talking. A, yeah, I'm talking about a level of awareness. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm talking about a level of awareness of a narcissistic psychopath who's probably just as intelligent or more intelligent than everybody here on the panel and who, who intends on destroying people's lives, whether financially, whether through vaccine programs, you know, whatever it is, take your pick. And these kind of people walk among us in every single day life. They're part of our families. Um, they're part of our work. They're part of our everyday lives. What do we and do with do these kind of people? They haven't been trained from birth to be yes. like that. You know, no. no different, no different to me vaccinating my children. Mm -hmm. They have basically come to the to the decision making they've they've made simply on that basis of what they're brought up by birth, whatever it is. You know, in yes. families that that do this stuff to them, right? You know, we 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 don't know that the story of the Bible is that ultimately these people can save themselves and us uh so you're what you're saying is a narcissistic psychopath a malignant psychopath can save himself well the problem is we simply do not know what their motivation we we're assuming it's uh narcissism and psychopathy yeah but to them it may they, just be the logic of the yeah, whatever it is that whatever it is that see their moral diff their moral drivers are obviously different to mine and clearly very different to yours. But yeah, I'm because suggest, because they I'm don't have suggest to you that your yeah that underlying your views is a godly spiritual nature. Well, the 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 primary difference between them and I and you is the one big difference is they don't have empathy. They don't feel empathy. They have a very narrow range of feelings. They, they're not like us. They're very different. Uh, most of their emotions that they feel on a daily basis is negative. Um, so again, my question is, these people, these higher level, higher level narcissists who are destroying people's lives on purpose with the intent of destroying your life uh, on a global level, a global scale, do they deserve to be alive? They're they're doing well, it I on said, purpose. According to the yeah. according to the Bible, they're going to be cast into the pit of fire. So, <laughs> I, guess I you know you know I'm not I'm not <laughs> suggesting that I'm going to go out and kill these guys or kill these people. I'm just what I'm doing is I'm presenting a case of of evidence that they're not going to change. Okay, this is this is a disorder they've had, um, and most times uh, narcissistic psychopaths do things on an instinctual level. They don't do it. They're, they don't say in their minds, well, I'm going to do this to do, you know, to get this kind of a reaction. These are a lot of these actions are instinctual to them. Um, so, you know, do they deserve to be alive? I'm not saying I want to kill them, but I'm just presenting an idea to, to everybody listening here tonight on, uh, you know, what they think. Maybe, yeah. maybe there's people are like Frank who don't want to kill any of them. 
And then there might there might be somebody in the audience who, who might be like, you know what? They're causing way too much destruction on Earth. They're hurting too many people. Let's just get rid of them. So I think I should also differentiate between my intellectual view mm -hmm. and, my and her emotional view. view. Exactly. Yeah. So whether I want to kill them or not is a different question. <laughs> Tego, I would I would suggest that they are the most malleable, mercurial people on earth based on how we react to what they do to us. So when you say nothing's going to change, I totally disagree. Have you ever spoken to a narcissistic psycho, malignant narcissistic psychopath? Don't talk to my wife about. No, no, no. I, I'm just, <laughs> I, I, have I ever I spoken spoke, to a narcissist? Yeah. I, I yeah, go to the gym, change. so there are plenty of them who are who I know for a fact are constantly looking at themselves, and they uh, they will never give up their machine. They're very selfish. So I've never spoken to them, but I've seen them. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm I'm talking with real malignant psychopathy you know that that do not have any empathy and i can tell you with without a question i've spoken to many of them and i've spoken to the doctors at the at the institutions in toronto there's no way there is no way that these people will ever change um they 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 just do not have empathy they don't feel empathy sure. there's a big difference sure they will but never they, I think what you mean is they don't, they don't change their, their lack of empathy, but they do change their tactics again, based on how we react to what they're doing to us. So my suggestion is instead of worrying about them, ignore them. Then you don't have to yeah. get upset about them. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I listen, uh, you know, but when they're, it's, it's, it's a little bit different when they're hurting people on a grand scale, these, they are hurting people. But as Tim will um, tell you, and he can speak for himself, people are, are voluntarily, being hurt right now no one has been forced to take the vax now i disagree with that but there is that argument that no one has been forced yeah, now I just, the, thre I the threat of losing that. your job is pretty darn forceful but technically yeah, it is, yeah. it's it's not been forced on us nothing has been forced on us we are we are choosing to get harmed some people are and some people are not some people have no choice they got three kids and they got to work they have yep. no other place to go. They got to yep. get it. So that's, they're forced. They're forced to get it because well, the they don't Christian have. Argument, yeah. The Christian argument is that those of faith will be provided yeah. for. Yes. All right. Let's move on to another topic, guys, because we like to keep, keep this thing fresh. So um, I already have a question come in. Yeah, we've got questions. For me, I wonder if Marcus has read the Bible. Yes, I've read the Bible probably more thoroughly than anyone who's religious, and that's the reason I'm not religious. There are over 500 direct Bible contradictions in the Bible, and I'll post that in the companion notes. Next, next question. Um, can you suggest speaking? So what I did is I pulled up, I have a list just in random order, but I pulled this one up because we're talking about it which is, can you suggest nonviolent methods to undermine the evil government so they never rise to power again? We can skip that one if you want. <laughs> yeah, that might be a little tricky to, to break down in 10 or 15 minutes. Okay, I'll, I'll take that out. Next, when do you I, think- I, we'll... I, I, want, I, want to, I want to give the Monty Python an answer. Okay. You, you sure. do something really, really clever in medicine and you win a Nobel Prize, and then everybody listens to you and you can jolly well tell them what to do. 
Okay, and just as a side note, I rebooted Faco 2 because it wasn't uh, streaming too well. And uh, so if anyone has any problems, just put it in the uh, show notes or, or sorry, in the Faco Tube chat because I think that was working. But most people are on YouTube right now anyway tonight. So I think you have a Faco Tube question, Marcus? I do. You do? I don't think so. What, oh, did I you say a question? No, I thought I heard the word Faco Tube, but. Uh, no. Okay. So, so uh, Frank, were you, were you done with the Monty Python? I didn't quite get, understand that. I didn't get it either, but I never oh. liked Monty Python much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, there isn't much more to it. You know, the whole idea that you that people can change this thing is farcical. There's, you know, yeah. all the things that we think about the institutions that we think lead to power. We don't know what we don't know what the strings of power are. We can't do that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think you can change this, I, but you can certainly get out of it. I've been working on that for two years now. Everything from as Diego suggested over a month ago, stop paying your credit cards. I actually stopped doing that two years ago. Uh, that's one one of my ways to get out of it. Uh, to mm -hmm. to yeah. I, I I got rid of my checks. Um, figured out how to cash out my retirement funds to get out of that that shitty system, the pension system. Uh, how do I not have to pay property taxes and in income taxes anymore? I'm I'm taking a lot of strides and and rapidly because things are happening rap rapidly. And I'm getting out of their system and it can be done. I'm still here. I'm still alive and I'm able to make it happen. And I've done the same thing. I actually, there is a form on our tax forms where it says, is this your last tax return? Hmm. And I just ticked that. And that was that. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Well, you right, amazing. Have bigger stones than me. Not doing, I'm still paying all my taxes. And by the way, Tim, and I'll Sorry, put a I'm link. I'm paying all my taxes, Tim. All right. The There's a, um, said. Go ahead, Frank. Is this your last tax return? And so I said yes, and I ticked that box, and that was my last tax return. Okay. And that, by the way, is a formal contract that you have with the IRS. If you no longer file your tax return, you don't have to pay it. I'll put a link to Disney taxes, income taxes. The income tax was originally supposed to be a temporary 1% tax to fund World War One, and then Next thing you know, we have we're still paying voluntarily income tax. I'll put a put a link to Freedom to Fascism, the movie by the guy who also created Aaron Russo, who also created the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, and he proves you don't have to pay income tax. And by and the way, I'll you don't post, have to. Pay, I'm sorry. And I'll post a link showing that the Australian Taxation Office is a private organization. Yeah. They are. are one of those two because ours isn't private here in Canada. That's pretty interesting that yours is. Can oh. I share my screen or something? Sure. Yeah. You have a screen there. Yeah, you have to just press the share button. And um, by the way, if yeah, anyone has another topic, there, we can interrupt the topics with question with with whatever you want to bring up. Just while Frank is um, talking, I have on my screen a burning cell phone tower that I saw with my own eyes, and it stopped <laughs> traffic on our big busiest highway. I thought uh, I'd present that because it's something that a lot of conspiracy guys talk about, and I've never seen one before, but this one was on fire. I can confirm it. Can you see my screen there, guys? Mm -hmm. That's Canada's busiest highway, and I can confirm that uh, part of it was closed, so they could... Uh, that fire i don't know if the tower i 
sure it has all the G's on it, but there you go. Any comments, questions, concerns? I'm not worried about 5G. I, okay. okay. Much bigger problems than can that. You see, can you see that screen? Uh, you have to share your screen. I don't see any anything being shared by you at the moment. Can you see that screen? No. Oh, wait. Here we go. Magic bang. It's okay. still black. Oh, wait. Here it is. There's a screen. Australian Taxation Office Overview. So Frank's going to... I can see that. Share some more if you'd like. So this is this is an, a signal higher. Taxation Office is a private company that industry for 112 years. The company currently specializes in the government administration area. Its headquarters is located at Sydney, New South Wales. The number of employees ranges from 10,000. The annual revenue of the Australian Taxation Office varies between 5 million and 25 million. To connect with Taxation Office employees, register on are you breaking up a bit, Frank? And it gives the links to that. Okay. You broke up a bit, but I get the gist of it. Well, I'm amazed you guys have a private uh, yeah. taxation office. That's amazing. I'll bet Canada okay. does as well, too. Okay. Well, I don't think we, I don't think so. But no, if, no we, yeah, Tiago, go. No, it's, it's the Canada Revenue Agency. It's just a, 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 a an arm of the government. That's all. Well, it used to be called Revenue Canada. Then they did change the name to Canada. Um, yeah, Canada Revenue Agency. I'm wondering if the name change maybe coincided with some uh, something like uh, privatization. I I don't know, actually. Maybe it used to. It actually went through a couple name changes. It was CCRA and then CRA. Right. So yeah, it was Canada Customs and Revenue Agency, and then it was just Canada Revenue Agency. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Public Health Agency of Canada is a private is a private charity, and that's what's administering the tyranny in Canada right now. They are not Health Canada, so they're two separate entities. But because they have all this the words in just a di different uh, ju juxtaposition, the average person on the street, which is everyone doesn't know the difference but the public health agency of canada is not the government i know that is a fact it's a public it's a private it's a private charity but its number one donor is the government so there's a they created a level of corporation separation to probably be able to do what they're doing with immunity what do you think of that that's yeah, crazy crazy did i mean you know uh, did yeah. you know that diego i had no idea i was just about to say i had no idea that okay. the public health agency of Canada. it doesn't surprise me in the united states uh um uh, marcus uh will probably attest to a lot of their military operations are subcontracted out to private uh industry um mm -hmm. probably all so of them. Yeah, yeah a lot of almost all of them probably uh, it's become quite a trend in the last 20 years i, I bet uh, in all governments uh, around the world so it, it doesn't surprise me, but Public Health Agency of Canada, I'm a little surprised at that one. Wow. Yeah. Well, actually, every province has a public health agency. Yes. Nova Scotia would have a private, a private corporation that's a registered as a charity. So that way, the big, 
the rich people can donate to it and dictate its policy as the yeah. largest shareholder of the charity or as the lar largest contributor. So kind of like, the, yeah. Yeah. So like the world economic, set up. Yeah. Yeah. World Health Organization as well. They're, they're a, a charity as well, I believe. So, yeah. So that allows them note, to circumvent the constitutions of every country. Snakes in the On grass, a similar right? note, in, Austra in Australia, the Victorian, there was an article in the newspaper that uh, the current instability in the financial markets is likely to reduce the price the Victorian government is going to get for the sale of the business that collects all the car registration um, money called the, okay. um, the Victorian, Ad Valorum. Victorian roads, Vic roads. Oh, okay. So no one even knew it was being sold until this newspaper article came up and said, <laughs> we're not going to get as much money as we thought. Hmm. Okay. We just stopped collecting um, uh, fees, licensing fees in Unterrible, which means they're going to do something real soon to replace right. it. Right. Get ready just, for it. They wrote everyone a check for anything they paid in the last year or two, and then they had their election here in Unterrible. And now get ready for whatever's next. <laughs> that's a that's billions of dollars they just gave back. So I don't know what they're up to, but get ready. It's gonna hit hard, I'm sure. Next, Tim's favorite question: If Bitcoin drops to a dollar, are you gonna buy it? Well, if Diego tells me to, I will. Yeah, <laughs> Diego said load up at ninety eight hundred. I know I am. If it goes to a dollar, I know I'll be I'll be putting a lot of contracts on that. That's for sure. Yeah. So there you go. That's well, I think that question means do you, you know it could go to zero if it's at a dollar. It could, but it could also bounce back off zero. Sure. Just just like West Texas Intermediate a, a year and a half ago. Remember? Was remember it negative? It went negative, and and then and then and then uh, all the guys like me started buying when it popped up to twenty two dollars uh, a barrel. Um, right. Same same thing. I mean, it's the same thing. Is it going to stay? The question is: Is it going to? You know, is the probability is it going to stay at one dollar? Probably not. Not for the long term. Unless the government yeah. makes it impossible to get. Which I yeah. Is yeah, they do that? they've tried. They've tried in several countries already. They and yeah. people yeah, are with still, on ramps uh, and off ramps. Of course, they can do that. Yeah, no, I think if Diego has Bitcoin, I can buy it off him, and he's an on ramp. Can I, um, right. I've got no, no, a, I've got well, a, a person that's a person to make here P to P. that I think is important. Last week, when we were talking about Bitcoin, mm -hmm. there was no intrinsic value in Bitcoin, there right? still isn't. That's not true. I sent an article to Ab yesterday. Okay. Where governments have now decided, I'll find what I sent to you. Oh, right. That was just a tax article on how they were going to treat cryptocurrencies in Australia. Not Yeah, but not just that, because it actually said that a particular government has now made it a, a legal tender in their country. So this is a huge change. There's been a few countries that have done El Salvador. That, yeah. Yeah. El Salvador. El Salvador, that's right. Yes. And maybe even Ecuador. So I'll just, read, I'll just read it out. The Australian government has confirmed cryptocurrencies will continue to be excluded from foreign currency tax arrangements following them overseas. The decision follows 
Right, you got lots going and on. And moved by El Salvador to allow Bitcoin as legal tender. Yeah, that's been for a while though. Yeah, many and many other countries are following suit as well. Because what's happening in El Salvador? Ever there's an area in El Salvador. I think it's just within the uh, capital limits and outside the capital limits. And a lot of digital nomads are moving there. And and the place is like overrun with people who are moving to El Salvador because they totally want to get out of the system and want to deal only in Bitcoin. So it's actually been a boom in that in that area. And also the Bitcoin in El Salvador, you can exchange two Bitcoin uh, to the El and give it to the El, Sa El Salvadorian government, and they will give you a permanent residency status. How long? How okay, low does so Bitcoin what the, what go that before means they now is, that, are, that, are, that offer? <laughs> now, what this means is that that the idea that crypto has no or Bitcoin has no value has now been altered sorry no, I must say, no intrinsic is, value well, you said intrinsic value well, in, to me it has intrinsic value for place in ecuador or let me read to you to what me, the definition of it, it says, intrinsic it value before you say salvador yeah i was Go just ahead. gonna look up intrinsic it means if you if you can't hold bitcoin in your hand you can't wear it you can't do anything with it besides trade it it does not have any intrinsic value. Okay. Well, that's not well, my look, definition. To me, that, though, I would argue that there is no difference now between a Bitcoin and a plastic $100 bill in my hand. I agree. If I'd be able True. to buy goods and services with that thing. And it has then value. Not, then that's, that's enough. Tim, what's intrinsic value mean to you, then? Being an extremely important and basic characteristic of a person or thing. Work, works of little intrinsic value. So, yeah, I don't think it has to be. You're, it sounds like you're defining physical. Yeah. So Bitcoin does not have a physical right. presence. Yeah, it's not. It's digital, so it can't be intrinsic. No, but I don't. I think the, again, intrinsic has, doesn't apply to that. Intrinsic being a part of the innermost nature of a person or thing. So that's the intrinsic. Intrinsic means, yeah, it's the innermost part, the constitution, the makeup of it. So it, it's a, it's defined as a digital thing, which means it's not physical. We get mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So I, I think uh, I think it's 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 not physical, but it has intrinsic value. I think matchstick. I think cigarettes in prison have value because uh, that 100 it's physical yeah. okay yeah. Be, well that's yeah. because they probably don't have digital wallets in prison yet but uh yeah they will okay. well, but in fact they will yeah okay fairness to say that bitcoin is not a physical thing it is and but there has to be some there has to be some stuff to make it work doesn't there sure Next. So when do you think it's speaking of just a theory? It's it's a no. Go ahead. I think the proper way to I think the proper thing to say is don't use the word intrinsic. If you just say does it have value, of course it does. Someone values it. That's why yep. they're giving you more. Agreed. That's where the greater fool theory, or as Frank likes to say, the greater fool model comes in. Someone's willing to pay you more for it during a trade. <laughs> so obviously it has value. That's actually a blog I read called The Greater Fool. 
Mm-hmm. He's actually very good, but he um, is not a truther. And anyway, he bans any the Greater Fool blog. Yes, it's it's. Next, actually- speaking of this, when do you think we'll be in a totally cashless society? That's for the panel. Who wants to take that one first? Mm, not long. It's yeah, not going to be long. Years. That's not not uh, not very long. I would say totally cashless, uh, with yeah. no dollar bills in circulation. Correct. Uh, probably by the end of the decade. Yeah. Okay, so twenty thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ten. Yeah. That's yeah. Right, right up your alley. Yeah, I would say um, maybe twenty thirty is a good goal. I can agree there. Uh huh. Frank. Yeah. Uh, the next year number that adds up to some significant cabalistic number, whatever that is. Okay, so that would be 33. 2033. Yeah. Yeah. A few, a few things, a few, um, um, uh, what do you call it, events have to happen before you have no money here. So there, there has to be a catastrophic financial collapse before that happens. Um, and a, a couple other uh, uh, things happening. So I, I think I think by the end of the decade, um, I don't think it's going to be like next year or the year after. But definitely, uh, I think definitely by 2030, you'll see you'll see uh, you'll start hearing of announcements of uh, central banks around the world saying we're going to we're going to give me, give us all your money, all your physical money. We're going uh, digital and they're going to give a timeline. But but a few things have to happen before that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my guess is 2028. And why is that? I know shit. I read stuff. <laughs> okay. I read the tea leaves, and that's what they're talking about. Okay. Next well, you question. Had a, you had a website that showed who what CBDC. Company. Yeah, but that's that's going to be riding parallel for a couple years with the dollar and cash specifically. And remember, the most one of the most popular denominations of the hundred dollar bill, and that's because it's used for. Uh, people who are not in the United States. So the combination of CBDC, uh, right now, not that many people are using cash, believe it or not. And um, all those, there's a bunch of different factors. I still, I'm going with 2028. Are you guys, uh, like Marcus is using cash probably. I don't use much cash. I do use some cash. but I've drastically, I used to take out 350 bucks a week in cash to pay for everything from groceries to fun to restaurants. And nowadays they take out basically $9 in cash. Well, that's not, no, no, that's not true. I also get gas. I hate the fact when the gas cards you have to see, I I'm on a debit card system. So you have to have like a hundred dollars, at least in your a bank account to use a gas card here in the United States. If you have less than that, they won't do it. Okay. So I just pay, I just get a bunch of cash. I take out a bunch of cash and pay by cash. Plus the local, um, filler stations they like when I pay with cash too. So no, I basically have $9 and that's for tips and I don't even tip anymore because everyone's masked up and I won't give anyone a, a tip if they're wearing a mask. Good. Okay. What about you, Diego? Do you have any cash in your wallet? Oh yeah. 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 I, do. I don't think Tim was, I don't think Tim was at the show last week. <laughs> yeah, that was the exact question i asked yeah i got a little i got a little bit i got a couple of notes fall, uh, flying around yeah for sure. all right all right i get it i get it all right so i'm gonna end with one last question which i'm sure will go till the end of the show let me pull it up here is it just me or is life utterly pointless and stupid 
<laughs> and that question is from one of your viewers, Marcus? Yeah, I get questions. In fact, if you want to submit questions, mm -hmm. just go to escapethenewnormal.com. That's my website. Mm -hmm. Click on the Marcus Allen Show, and you'll see where you can submit questions to me. Cool. Why don't you click it now so we can see? Actually, it's funny to say that because it's kind of hidden. So literally after the show tonight, I'm going to move it up. It's going to be front and center because this is obviously okay. popular. So, yeah. so right, so right now you're you're going to just make it more prominent. Okay. Yes, I'm going to make it. I'm going to put it at the top of the page, actually. Okay. All right. So you're going to adjust your website tonight. I thought that was your question. Well, that's a, that's a submission. no. I did. I, well, I'll just give you my answer. No, it's a, it's the opposite of utterly pointless and stupid. Is magnificent. But why is that? Okay, so that gets into the whole flat earth, round earth, and I keep think I, I gravitate more towards flat earth because I think that we are incredibly special beings. I think the psyop behind round earth model is that we're just a speck of dust in this great grand thing of nothingness. I think we're all very special. We have all the potential to be to make a very, very big difference. And I treat my life that way. I mean, I have totally figured out what my meaning of life is and it's to, to help people. I really do believe that. And uh, it, if you stop watching TV and if you get off the internet, life is freaking amazing. If you're on the internet, it's, I can see why people say it's utterly pointless. I can definitely see it. Okay. Diego, what do you think? I'm uh, I'm with Marcus. I love life. I really do. I have a passion. I, I I I love the simple things in life. I like just walking outside, smelling the grass, uh, the, listening to the birds, the animals. I I really do love life, and I know everybody here listens to me about uh, Bitcoin and financial talk. But uh, what really truly makes me happy is uh, you know not money or not cars or houses or whatever. What really makes me happy is connections. Like, you know, that's why I come here every Thursday night to, to talk to everybody here and uh, have everybody listen. It's these kind of connections and questions that makes me really happy and connected to people, connected to the world. All right. We're glad we're making you happy. That's fantastic. On the uh, Fakeologist Marcus Allen Roundtable Show. That's great. What do you think, Frank? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I that the older I get, the more astonished by the experience I, I've become, really. Uh -huh. I, I, I find every aspect of it astonishing. Like even this discussion we're having now. You, oh, yeah. You, you think about all the things that are going on in your mind. You think about all the events that must have occurred or the, the things that have happened to bring you to this point. And you, I can't help but marvel at it. I'm astonished by it. I'm astonished by the experience of life and find it. Um, I, and I used to suffer a lot. I think I've told everyone the story a hundred times. I, but essentially, um, I kind of laughed when Marcus said he would gravitate towards flat Earth. It seemed like a contradiction in terms, but <laughs> yeah, pun, pun intended. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But essentially, I find um, the idea that that we are created and that this whole thing's been created for us and for us to experience and, and work out our path on it to be very satisfying. Um, Gary, how, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it all the time. I'm sorry to interrupt Frank, but this is apropos. He, he talks about it all the time, how the odds of us being born 
uh, in his case, white in America, blah, 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 is one in four trillion or some ridiculous, outrageous number. Yeah, it's very. And I don't think people appreciate that. No. So well, the abortionists definitely do not. No. And the, the, the difficulty now is when you're young, like it wasn't great when I was young, but now the the school system must make people just think WTF, what is this all about? I mean, absolutely, yeah. just get those poor people out of that school system. It is appalling. Yeah, it right. sounds like it is. I'm not in it, but and Marcus's wife is the best person to talk to about what's what but, what was being said. I know she's retired now, which is great. But yep, I'm totally but out feel of touch. Guilty about breathing. It's that's just awful. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally out of touch. But you just get dribs and drabs through the media. But um, I I enjoy life mainly because I think I have the edge over most people. Right, on the right. planet. I think I have the edge. I'm not sure if it's helping me right now. It makes me uh, very cautious and nervous about the controllers, but I think there's so many willing victims out there that are willing to sacrifice themselves and their children that I think I'm probably pretty safe for quite a long time. But I do, I do appreciate that we have the edge here and we have this amazing technology where we can collaborate and get together like never before it's never happened before so at least not on this go around that we know of so uh, i i'm optimistic in that sense but uh overall i uh, i just enjoy the challenge of uh talking to new people meeting people and uh of course i get inspired when the donations come in but and new callers <laughs> come in but yeah i i uh I, i'm enjoying myself quite a bit I'm, I'm glad I can still provide for myself and my family. That's that's positive. But I do uh, get down when I read some of the really negative stories, which is part of the research. And not just reading the stories, living the stories, just with my own neighbor. I just put away my question, so now it's my question turn. Don't oh. you guys all feel, you guys, and even the people in the audience who are listening, especially if you've been listening for a while, yeah. Don't you feel like you have the best chance to be the last person standing? Yeah. In all this? Yes. Absolutely. Isn't that a wonderful thing? It's an amazing thing. Absolutely. I mean, uh when you look out at the general public uh, in your local neighborhoods, your local areas, they they are they literally are all asleep these people. They they have zero most of them have zero clue what's going on. You're right. And they have no excuse for not knowing what's going on because they just press a few buttons here and there, computer, smartphone, tablet, and you can get all the answers you want. There, there's tons of answers. And I actually think that all the time. Like, I don't have every single subscription to every single great news source. I'm always looking for these news sources, but I just have a bunch that I just uh, follow. And my God, the information they're pounding at us is just fantastic. And it's got all the answers. It doesn't have all the solutions necessarily, but it has quite a few answers. Whether we get to those answers as a society are questionable, but not everyone has access to all this information because they're not willing to filter through the garbage to get to it. And there's lots of garbage. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's what I try and provide on my blog where I, I'm giving everyone what I think is right and if they have better answers, then they can submit them to me, email me, or the other millions of social media ways to get a hold of me, phone me, 
and uh, I'll put them up. I always give as much attribution as possible that I can remember. So yeah, there's there's the information is here, and we're trying to sort through it as experts. All of us are experts at it because we've been doing this long enough. Professionals. Hmm. Well, yeah, I, it's it, it's not my career, but it's passion, and I put enough time into it. Like for instance, as I've told you guys before, I'm I'm going through uh, World War II and and the revisionist uh, research and uh, listening to this whole series by Ernst Zundel, which is 16 hours. I'm almost finished 16 hours. That's a whole course. It's almost like a university course. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly educating myself and getting alternative views, and I I just I think it's so powerful that we can just drag it up at a at, at the punch of a button without going to any trouble to get it. It's fascinating to me. And let's, let's pat you and myself on the back here since no one else will. I mean, you have, if you, if someone were to binge, watch, listen, read your blog, video platform, audio platform, they would literally get a thousand X than what they would get at a college for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, And the same at my website. Yeah. They, they just have to find it. Right. The censorship is real. And that's the hard. So if you're here listening to this and you get bored and you don't come back, well, that's your loss. It really is your loss. That's the way I look at it. And Tunax, thanks for the recent donation as of right now. Thank you so much. It's very generous of you. Tunax is in the chat and he's donating. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, it's very generous. And also thanks to another new donor who just popped in, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel, for your monthly donation. That's great. This is Value for Value, which I stole or copied from the No Agenda show. So if you find you're getting value, it's just on a donation basis. Whatever is your value, I really believe that's a really great way because the site's wide open. There's no paywalls. There's no locks and barriers. So, yeah, I, I, I think... I don't know, Marcus, if we're so much um, censored. I think what they do is they flood the zone. There's so much nonsense that greets people when they turn on their computer, even myself, that they get distracted and instantly derailed from getting to the research. Well, to me, that's the ultimate in censorship, isn't it? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, because it's very passive. It's not. It's not really. Um, it's, it's not. not dele- yeah, it's not deleting websites. It's just. It's just hiding them, That's really. Right. And I'm guilty of that, too. I'll turn on my computer, and I'll go to a, I'll have a something I want to do, and then something, a flickering website will distract me, and next thing I know, I forgot what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Totally off topic, but... Yeah, I think it's the greatest time to be alive, and it's dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. I feel bad for the dummies. I, I don't. Well, it's it's not... They're not dumb. It's It's ignorance, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we shouldn't use. We shouldn't be, mm, you know, no, it's, let's let's call a spade a spade, Frank. It's been two and a half years now. It, maybe two years ago, sure. But when you have people who blindly, without, I, I was talking to my wife at dinner uh, yesterday, and we were talking about the last time I was at the doctor's office, and the last time I was at the doctor's office was for my son, my youngest son, when he was. One, he just only had one uh, MMR vaccine. We were ready to get another vaccine. And one of my subscribers sent me what we talk about all, all the time now, the dangers of vaccines. 
And she told me to look at the package insert, the insert that comes with each vaccine, not, not the propaganda marketing little insert that they give. Mm -hmm. So I went to the doctor. I said, it's time for vaccine number two. I said, but I have a question. I said, can you show me the package insert for the, the next vaccine that we're going to get? It's, I was halfway through what I was saying. She opened the door to the office and on the back of the door was a stack of DVDs. She goes, here, if you're vaccine hesitant, watch this. I said, well, I'm not hesitant about taking vaccines. I just have a question about what are the, what are the black box? I keep hearing up these black box side effects, which means that the product goes off the market if it's black box. I heard there's like nine pages of side effects. Can I see them? She wouldn't show it to me and she kicked me out of the office. Well, and that was the last time I was at the doctor. Well, well, you you were challenging her business model, as right, and and people are going to be like, well, what? Why is that? Real quick, the reason is because they get about forty dollars per vaccine, and you would be like, well, if you're the only one complaining about, it, who cares if you stay on board? No, no, you don't understand. There's a quota system to get the payment. You have to have at least eighty. Depends what what nation you're in. 80 to 85% compliance. So if they have too many people like me who question the vaccine and don't take it and are vaccine hesitant, then their percentage of uptake goes down and they get zero. If it goes below yeah. 80%, it's zero. That's They'll the real reason model. they did that. Right. You'll blow their business model out of the water. So they have to clip you. They you have to, to clip you, right. Yes, you had to cut you off for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, that's it, Tim. I got that. There's your hour. Unless you want oh, to talk I about some more that. stuff. Yeah, that was great. You guys have anything else before we close her down? Diego, um, market update. Would you like to? Um, no, interesting. No, we're we're still uh, we're still looking. Uh, we're going to be uh, coming down on Bitcoin to that ninety eight hundred level uh, in the next, like I said, month or two. Um, okay. And oil oil is still going to be, you know, it's going going through a minor retracement right now, and it, it'll continue on marching to two hundred. Um, don't, don't, uh, don't worry about that. But other than that, I mean, forks market this week was kind of quiet. Um, my muffler got screwed in my car. My bike crank is all messed up. I, I don't know. I had a, a bit of a rough week and now yeah. the muffler guy can't see my car till Saturday. So I'm driving right. around in a nice car with a bad muffler. And I can't get it fixed. You're like so, everyone else that's on the road today. I have guys that have these noisy mufflers. They're I can't even hear myself think when they pull up beside me. I, I thought we had noise bylaws. They're so annoying. So I, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I really get aggravated by these these noisy Japanese bikes or these these guys with the gutted out muffler systems that are super noisy. Mm. Uh, you fit right in on that, I think. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I heard that when I was driving, uh, I heard a ping. Like some like a piece of metal falling from the beneath my car, and then when I went to the back of the underneath the car, the muffler's all loose. So I think it just needs a uh, some sort of a bracket oh. to to. Well, know, either start. that or somebody jacked your uh, Cadillac converter yeah. there. Oh, yeah. the catalytic converter. I hope yeah. not. It would make probably a lot more noise if the pipe was <laughs> was cut. Uh, I think they're worth about a thousand bucks, but I'm not sure. I guess it depends on the car. But you better make sure that you're not missing a, a, ex, a expensive component of the exhaust system there. No, no, no. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the catalytic converter. But uh, no, I'm, I was surprised. They can't see me till Saturday, and I was like, oh, that really sucks. But well, it uh, is Thursday. 
<laughs> yeah, but this this yeah, this was uh, like a day or two ago or whatever, right. and I was like, I was like, uh, oh well. The small well, I'm town. not surprised because a lot of these businesses are just trying to get back going, at least in Canada. I don't know about Pennsylvania or Australia, but they're calling all the unvaccinated back to work pretty much yep. everywhere here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, a lot. And and the No Agenda show had one really good point that somebody wrote in from Union Pacific, which is the railway that brings a, a lot of the diesel and DEF to all the truck service stations. And they were saying that the people that were really good at doing the job, like building trains, they were laid off. So you're getting so many of the replacements that are not able to do that job of the unvaccinated, which probably tended to be the smarter people at different companies. So you have more problems, more derailments. I'm not going to say more plane crashes, but maybe more uh, pilot shortages just because those people were exercised from the system for a while. So if, if they do allow this whole thing to bounce back, it's going to take probably half a year. And this goes all the way down to mechanics and parts supplies and it's, it's everywhere. So yeah, I guess it just depends on what they're going to do next. And I don't think they're going to stop doing messing with the system. You guys, would you, well, that, would you, that would you guys go to back to work? Reading your mark is that I, um, I was expecting to be in lockdown now because the world health organization met yesterday to sort out the monkey. Yes. All right. Totally out of the news. Totally. So, out I, was, of the news. so I was completely wrong. Because mm -hmm. we're not in shutdown. Mm -hmm. Think about, again, I've talked about this before. Think about all the things that have failed. Contract tracing, digital ID, real, real ID for Pennsylvania was delayed. Right. Um, you have, we're, we're back to normal, quote unquote. No, not, but there's still a few people wearing masks. Now my wife actually gives the skunk eye. Before she was like, why are you, why are you so upset when you see someone wearing a mask? Now she's like one of me. It's pretty great to see. And there's a bunch of things that they've been trying and it's not sticking. That's what I'm saying. What's up with that? Well, people all are in good, all in, yeah, all in good time. <laughs> yeah, it isn't over yet, is it? It's I don't, not over well, I was, yet. I was all certainly in good time. delighted to be wrong about the about being in lockdown again. Mm -hmm. The operating but word is surprised. yet, Frank. <laughs> well, I'm worried well, I... because we have a whole generation that's getting um, churned out with this these new ideas about wearing masks. Here's a, a graphic of I have on my screen of the Stanford graduating class of 2022, yep. all yeah, masked was... up. Uh, by the way, this is the most dangerous time to go to the hospital as all these new graduates get unleashed into the medical system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If you have any surgeries this month, you might want to move them to December when a lot of these people get a few extra miles on their uh, brand new cars or brand new medical degrees. Mind but, you, it'd be hard to imagine it could be worse uh, mm -hmm. because it, you and I've discussed this before. I know that during the lockdown in Australia, right, yeah, when they shut the it. hospitals, the death rate plummeted. Right. This yeah. is all good news. <laughs> It's, the atrogenic effect was was huge. So, right. yeah, I don't I, I don't think it's hospitals have ever really been any good. And and when you say oh you can't get your surgery, that's great news. I don't think there's the only thing that I go to a hospital for, no doubt about it. And Tiago will back me up on this, I'm sure. Is if I'm in if I um, 
experience a, you know, I'm in a fire. Yeah. Bring me to a hospital. Give me the pain stuff. Give me the good stuff. Mm -hmm. But if there's blood spurting out of my eyes, I'm going to figure it out on my own. I've done really well with that. <laughs> I am not going to fucking hospital. I can tell you that. Uh, so let me ask you guys a question. Yep. If, if you guys were working for, you know, whatever company and they laid you off and they, or, and, and they said to you guys, we don't want you back here because you're not getting the vaccine. A year and a half later, they said, come on back, Marcus. Come on back, Frank. Come on back, Tim. Would you guys go back? Hell fucking no. Me neither. <laughs> I would never go back. Yeah, well, nope. yeah, it depends on how long you were laid off. and it, A year, year and a half. And if you now, got something else going. Yeah, you got something else going, new career, or you're in school to do something else. Would you go back? Yeah, I would agree. I would I would start something new. I would have used it as an opportunity if I... Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. I'm telling you, all these things have, have been for the good. Apart from the jabbing, I just don't... Uh, I'm not Apart from the jabbing and the destruction of businesses. <laughs> <laughs> and people going bankrupt in the suicides. <laughs> Other than that, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Exceptions, yeah. exceptions. Come on, there's definitely <laughs> cost to the Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and uh, yeah, there'll be more to come. All in good time. The but this again banks. comes down to the, knowledge is power, and if you don't, if you don't love yourself, that's what it comes down to. You don't love yourself if you're not going. If you're going to belong, look. You guys ever buy a dishwasher? Recently, sure. Many. How many hours did you? pour through the internet to find the best dishwasher right but oh, when it comes to something that could kill you you just take the doctor's word for it you look no research whatsoever yeah i, mean, I agree come i on. agree yeah they gotta people gotta be a little they gotta have what's called critical thinking right yeah. so they gotta have a little bit of critical thinking discernment uh, yeah, yeah. And they, they, I find they, a lot of people don't, they, they just believe whatever. All right, guys, you hear the music. This has been a good show. It's the hook it. right there. Holy crap. There's the hook. Thank you. <laughs> Mark from escape. Mark on the gong show. <laughs> Wait, I'll, as soon as I get uh, the soundboard going, we'll be doing some sound effects. Don't you worry. Thanks, Gabriel. Exactly. So, Marcus Allen from EscapeTheNewNormal.com. Thanks for having me, Tim. Thanks for coming by. See you next week. Appreciate yep. it. And Tiago from the Facebook group, Silence, Silent Voices of Canada. Is that right? I will not be silent anymore. I changed the name, Canada. I will not be silent anymore, Canada. So, I'll put the link to that. Or Marcus will put the show notes for that up. Yep. Yep. And Frank... Thank you from how to take care of your penis. Dot WordPress.com. <laughs> that always, always makes me laugh. Always gets a laugh. Hala hala. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Thank very you very much. The next show up on the Fakeologist Radio Network. By the way, both channels, uh, Fakeologist, Fake11.com forward slash stream one and stream two, they're both always playing the latest audios on there. You can always tune in and leave your radio station or your streamer tuned into those radio stations all the time. And as soon as we go live, they just break in with the live show, including the audio chat. So thanks to Velocet for setting that up. That works really well. I was actually listening. So 
you can just stay tuned to both radio stations 24 7 and we will probably be mixing some uh, ips maybe and some john the bond in there as well so uh that's that's the plan anyway but right now it's just the fakeologist show and the fakeologist audio chat so that is all going on and don't forget uh you can always donate at fakeologist.com forward slash donate and you can send a voicemail you can call in to fakeologist.com forward slash contact and phone numbers are there for leaving voicemails we will play voicemails but we don't have any but if you do leave a voicemail we will play it uh, don't forget emails you can send us all emails at the show i'm at fakeologist.com and we will respond to those we got the forums fakeologist.com forward slash forums too we got sub blogs it's all on fakeologist.com you just have to go there every link we're talking about will branch out from there and don't forget we have show notes for every audio fakeologist.com forward slash podcast uh thousands of hours of audio as marcus said it's all there if you want to learn we're still learning we haven't got it perfect but uh, we're we're always trying so thanks thanks to the panel for always showing up on time it's fantastic and uh, we'll we'll see you at the rick and rollo show which is next on saturday morning one more thing tim yeah cool. everyone needs to just tell one person to listen to this just send one link to one person don't do 20 just one just one, yeah. We want to see. We we really appreciate the regulars, but uh, man, can we um, if we can get one or two more names in the audio in the uh, the chat, which has been popping tonight, that'd be great. Just send a text that says something like, "Hey, what what do you guys think? What do you think about this show?" And then just a link to the show. Yeah, Michelle, yeah. Michelle loves your show. There you go. Yeah, Michelle, what a great caller she was. Oh, she's and awesome. Yeah, she was yeah. great, wasn't she? He's mm-hmm. super awake. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Michelle, tell two friends, et cetera, et cetera. One friend. Yeah, she, you guys, don't be yeah, greedy. She lives, <laughs> just one. She, 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 lives here in, she lives here in the area. Yeah. Yeah, she sounds like a great person to hang with. Uh, you know That's what? Uh, to be honest with you, she messaged me on Facebook. I've actually, we haven't met her yet. I, maybe this weekend I think we're going to meet and uh, maybe go out for a couple of drinks and uh, Uh-oh. have a little chat. See what happens next. I, yeah, I lied. You, one more, one more, one more thing. All how right. far, how far, Tiago and Tim, are you from Bar Harbor, Maine, right now? Um, uh, I have no idea. I'm, I'm not. I'm probably closer hours. than Tim. Yeah, I'm probably a lot. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm probably about eight, eight, nine hour drive. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm probably. Tw- I think it's a twenty-four hour drive from Toronto to Halifax. Yeah, I know Maybe. from. Yeah, I know from Sydney to Maine, the state of Maine to the border is eight hour drive. Yeah, this is a big country. Very big crunchy. Well, some guys are going maybe go over to the Discord to uh, have an after show if you want. That's fine. Go over there. That's great. But other than that, guys, thanks again and uh, have a great night. Take care. See you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you.